This is the Leadership Lessons Podcast, hosted by Pastor Daniel Williams, a podcast to encourage and equip church leaders. Brought to you by eeleaders.com. Hey everyone, hopefully by now we're well acquainted and you know that I am Daniel Williams. Uh, and you aren't bored with that introduction. And I say that because along with getting new visitors every episode, we have binge viewers. And I'm all about binge watching videos, listening to podcasts. That's really how I grew. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to capture everything on video uh, and archive it and build a website so that way you can go back, you can binge watch all these things. You could pass these episodes on to your team, not only to pour into you weekly, but also to archive it, to go back and have it as a resource. So remember, go to eeleaders.com for all of this content and some blog thoughts on leadership. And in the blog section, I, I include a recommended book every month. And uh, whether you're listening to this now in August um, or maybe you're listening it to a year or two later, you can go to that section and get recommended books. And this month's recommended book is Brothers We Are Not Professionals by John Piper. And what I try to do is give you a couple of quotes, whet your appetite for the book, highlights that stood out to me as I read it, and uh, give you a link so you can order it and uh, learn and grow from these amazing leaders and content. Uh, here are a few quotes from that book. If you want to be a conduit for God's grace, you don't have to be lined with gold. Copper will do. All pastoral afflictions are graciously designed to make us rely on God and not ourselves. He goes on and says, Loving our wives is essential for our ministry. It is ministry. And probably the most well-known quote from John Piper is, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. So again, you could find these resources at www.eeleaders.com and I appreciate you sharing them with other people. And so whether this is your first week, uh, introducing myself is important because I want you to be a part of this community or maybe you've just been listening and this is priming the pump and you're just being blessed by that. I really appreciate you being a part of this community and I really appreciate you sharing this resource with your team, with other people because really you are my marketing budget. Uh, so I appreciate when you leave iTunes reviews, share that uh, on social media, tell friends because we are growing as a community together and you are helping create this community. Uh, and so I just want to thank you for that. And right now you may or may not know, but we are halfway through season one and this is something to celebrate man I tell you I've really loved being able to pour into your life in this way and I want to celebrate I want to send you a book we talk about resources all the time I know that that's what a professional podcast does is send people resources and so here's how we're gonna roll the first three people to leave an iTunes review and then email me at Daniel at eeleaders.com I'm going to give them a book that has blessed me. I won't even tell you what the book is right now, but I'm telling you, it's good. So leave a review, preferably a five star, on iTunes. Email me your address, your contact information, so I can mail it to you for free. And then, uh, bada boom, bada bing, you'll have a great resource. And uh, it will help, again, spread the love to other people. Because when you do an iTunes review, it actually helps people um, know about this content, know about this resource. And just sort of a fun thing to do because we're halfway 
through this season. And it's not just me serving this community. I want you to know that you are a part of this community and you can actually help contribute. One way is through sharing, through social media, helping the word. But I, I, want, I want to also recognize and realize there are other ways that you can help this community and this podcast. Uh, first thing is pray. You, you could pray for me. Realize when you hear my voice or when you're bored of that introduction, take those 15 seconds to just pray for me and the ministry here at Redemption Church Delray Beach, my community, my city, uh, this area in South Florida. Pray for the other people that listen to this. Um, you realize that this is, uh, I'm a human being. I have feelings, I have soul, I'm imperfect. Uh, I need the power of God and the Holy Spirit to come upon me and to anoint my words, to give me wisdom and how I plan. Uh, and so I would just ask for you to pray for this ministry, pray for me, uh, and thank you for that. I tend to take time to pray for you before I do these podcasts. And, and I know that we can connect, maybe not one-on-one -on -one over coffee, but we can connect through our relationship in Christ. And God hears our prayers, and uh, I just want to ask for your prayer. The second thing you can do besides sharing and praying um, is contributing. Um, you realize that we have an amazing community. And one of the reasons I think this podcast is so great and amazing is from the wisdom that I'm learning and all the people that I'm connected to. This uh, podcast is not just about me. I am the host. And many times I do the interviews or the guest lessons. But the beautiful thing that I think this podcast brings is a, um, a plethora. Uh, a, a vault of wisdom from a lot of different camps, a lot of different ministry leaders. And it's so cool to be able to do that. And so I would love to have you reach out to me. Again, you could email me at daniel at eeleaders.com for you to be involved. Maybe you have a book coming out that we could set up an interview to promote it and to bless this community, to let them know what God is teaching you. If you want to share one piece of advice video, uh, you could even set that up at your home and I can teach you how to do that. And so we have different guest lessons, speakers, uh, interviews, and opportunities for you to contribute content to this ministry and just simply to share your wisdom. Uh, I love that about this community, that we're able to serve Jesus and grow together. Uh, lastly, I would say, besides praying, besides sharing, contributing uh, with content, you can actually donate to this ministry. EE Leaders is a ministry we've created, this Leadership Lessons podcast, to bless people. And it's for free, but it still takes time. It still takes finances. Uh, like last episode, you may have noticed the sound quality was a little bad on Pilgrim Benham's vocal. Um, well, we had to upgrade and buy some equipment for that. And so we just want to continue to pour into this ministry with buying certain things so we can bless you. Um, I'm a bivocational pastor, so this is the craziest hobby that I've ever had. Okay, And so I do this as I have time, but the reality is it takes time to plan, to film, to edit, to process, to schedule, to do all these things. And as we finances come in, it will free me up to have a little bit more time to be able to pour into this community. And so I'm not looking for a million dollars, although I will receive a million dollars. Um, but I'm just looking, if the Lord's blessed you through this ministry, pray about contributing. A lot of us can actually donate a few dollars, and that will go a long way to be able to bless more and more people. Uh, and that's the whole idea of this podcast. We want to bless people. We want to encourage and equip you to do the work in ministry. And so we're going to get into another great lesson today, and we're going to talk about memorizing Scripture. Memorizing Scripture. We know that God's Word does not return void, and it's wise for us as ministry leaders to be in His Word and to 
memorize his word. Even though it's harder for some of us to memorize scripture, it's definitely worth it. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is breathed out by God. It is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for the correction and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And see, our podcast is to encourage, but also to equip you to do the work of ministry. And this is why we have to be men and women of the Word of God and to memorize God's Word. And so I took time to interview a guy who actually does this a lot and is very talented, very blessed. He bleeds scripture. It's my friend Ben Corson. Uh, ben is the director of Hope Generation and pastors in Medford, Oregon and really preaches all over the world. Ben was here in Delray Beach in 2017 for our Refresh Conference and I got to sit down and talk to him about this issue of memorizing scripture and practicalities of it and how he does it and why it it's important and you can actually watch his messages of preaching the scripture and uh, teaching um, at the Refresh Conference on the blog archive. Uh, you can go to Refresh Conference and you'll see him preach two messages along with Pastor Daryl Nelson who just did a great job. And At the time of the conference, he did this YouTube video, this creative video of him sharing God's Word for like four to six minutes long. It was amazing. I'll put the link in the show notes. And at the time he had one million views of him just speaking God's Word. It was powerful. It was amazing. And so um, you can check out all of his ministry stuff, he's traveling, he's on the Hillsong channel, he's doing all that different stuff and uh, just even got signed to a, a book which I'm excited that's going to be coming out the next year and so uh, it, his ministry is uh, www.bencorson.com so you can check out more of his podcast and his teaching and stuff like that and um, just wanted to give you a glimpse of uh, the power of memorizing scripture and Ben is one of those guys who really exemplifies this point and we had a fun conversation which I know that you're going to enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Daniel with Redemption Church and I want to interview my friend Ben Corson. And uh, just so excited to be able to have him here in my house at Delray Beach and we love him here in Florida. And so um, I figured while I have him here, I wanted to pick his brain. We know um, that your subject is hope, yes. but you preach hope like no one's business, man. It's amazing. I love you. You preach the, the pain off the walls. Dude, Daniel's a face melter. He's just so encouraging. <laughs> Encouragement, nourishment, leaven from heaven. That's all he gives. That's right. So uh, today's subject that we want to talk about, at least I want to talk about and understand more, is yes. memorizing scripture. How important is that for your walk with Jesus, to pursue and to proclaim Him? And here's why. If you go and look up Hope Generation Promises, is it Promises? Um, yes. There's so many of them. There's Promises, there's Positives. Positives. Yeah, so Hope Generation Promises. Yeah, like if you look that up on YouTube, over a million people have seen this, that's just you busting out scripture. Every time I hear you preach, I am. here's the one thing I'm inspired to do. Memorize scripture more. Let's go. It's amazing. Uh, and so can you tell me why, like how did that become important to you and how do you, why, why do you, how can you do that? You just, he can go off like on 25 minutes of just speaking scripture. It's incredible. Well, I think my dad turned a lot of scriptures into songs growing up. So I feel like if you, I mean, we remember the dumbest lyrics to songs growing up, like growing up, you know, you are my fire, my one desire. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Okay. I know that not because I tried to memorize it, but because it's in 
Back Backstreet Boys or NSYNC song <laughs> from middle school. So I think putting it into song is really important. And I also am a pastor's kid and my dad is known for expositing the Bible. So just constantly pouring that into me growing up, yeah. um, kind of put my family ahead of the curve in the sense that we just were always listening to it growing up. Yeah. And so when we talk about memorizing scripture, before we do the more practical stuff, what does the Bible say about itself of why this is important for not just you as a mm -hmm. preacher, but just Christians in general? Why is memorizing scripture important? Well, Psalm 1 says, as you meditate day and night on the law of God, you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth fruit in your seasons so that whatever you do will prosper and your leaf will not wither. Yeah. So it says we have to meditate. And Joshua 1 says the same thing. If you meditate day and night on the law of God and don't turn to the right, or the left, you will have good success. So when the Bible says to meditate on the law, um, the Hebrew idea of meditation is, is in great contradistinction to Eastern meditation. Eastern meditation is about emptying your mind, a nirvana of nothingness. Hebrew meditation, on the contrary, on the converse side, is about filling your mind. So it's not about emptying your mind, it's about filling your mind. So the biblical authors are saying you gotta fill your mind with the word of God. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that his word will never return void. So the interesting thing is, um, neurologists are now telling us that um, negativity actually sticks to your brain like Velcro. So if 10 people come up to you and nine people say something nice, but one person says something mean, what do you think more about? the one person that said something mean, and that's because negativity sticks like Velcro to your brain. They're also telling us neurologists and scientists that when something beautiful or aesthetically pleasing comes before your eyes, in order for it to be ingrained in your memory, in order for it to form neural pathways in your cerebral three pound gray matter, you have to take 15 seconds to really meditate on it. 15 seconds to lock it in. And that's really hard. Like try to do something just for 15 seconds with nothing but meditating on it. It's actually pretty hard in our generation because you know um, we live in a generation of jump cuts. So the truth is the Bible is teaching us to meditate on the word, to lock into our brains mm -hmm. the word of God. And um, the Bible says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And like the story of Ehud and Eglon, the Jabba the Hut character who was so fat he had his own zip code, Gideon <laughs> stabbed him with the sword and dirt came out. The sword went in, the dirt came out. And the same is true with the Bible. The word of God is like a double-edged sword. And when the sword goes in, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the dirt comes out. Wow, amazing. Uh, can you encourage us and let us know your GPA? 2.0, baby. 2.0. Man, you passed though. You made it. I think a lot of people think that um, you're just so young. You have this great memory and all this different stuff. I don't know how much you want to get into, into it, but I'll just letting you know as your friend, I know how hard you work. I know mm -hmm. how important that is to you. And so could you encourage us to let people know like they may struggle to try to learn a verse? It's not just, oh, what just comes to me? What does it look like for you to memorize scripture and how have you grown in that? And you don't know if you want to share the 10,000 10, hours. Yeah, we'll talk about the 10,000 hours. I'm pretty passionate about that. Yeah, okay. Because I yeah. don't want to like embarrass you or... Like, no, dude. Home, but I, I think that's amazing. And this is something I know about him. And I thought it would encourage you because most people want your result. Like when I look at you preach, that's what I want. I'm like, I want to just be able to speak scripture. But can you show us and tell us how important the hard work is yeah. in our faith 
to build our faith. First of all, you preach better than me. Second of all, the the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell has in the second chapter a, a, a chapter entitled The 10,000 Hour Rule. And the theory is, is that there is no anomalous case in history wherein somebody mastered or became a technician of their craft in less than 10,000 hours. So whether you're looking at Bobby Fischer, the chess champion, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, the Beatles, Bill Joy, hockey players, pianists, celloists, master criminals, science fiction writers, anybody who mastered their craft practiced for four hours a day, five days a week over 10 years. Now, it might not have been that exact like routine. It might not have been four hours a day for five days a week for 10 years. It might have been eight hours a day, five days a week for five years. But however they broke it down, they did practice for 10,000 hours. Uh, a case in point is the Beatles. The Beatles, when they came on the Ed Sullivan show with the British Invasion, everybody thought, who are these English mop-top boys with the it factor from Liverpool? And nobody could understand, where did these guys come from? The truth is the Beatles were awful, but what they did is they went to a Hamburg club in Germany and played eight hours a night, all night clubs for seven days a week. And before they had come to America, they had played more live shows than most bands do in their entire career. So the reason why the Beatles were so good is because they just put in the work. Now my heart is, is that we would follow our heart, but take our brain with us, that we would reach for the stars, but keep our feet on the ground because faith can move mountains, but don't be surprised if God hands you a shovel. Mm. That's so good. 10,000 hours, yo. So, and that's really what the Proverbs were saying all along, like the diligent hand leads to plenty. Yep. You know, work hard and become a leader, Proverbs uh, in the New Living says, work hard and become a leader, be lazy and become a slave. Hard work means prosperity, only fools idle away their time. Mm -hmm. um, whatever you put your hand to, do it with all your might, Ecclesiastes. Whatever you do, do as unto the Lord, Colossians. So he has done all things well, says that of Jesus. So um, hard work and industry is integral and germane to being victorious because uh, work only, uh, success only comes before work in the dictionary. But other than that, it always comes after. So, Ben, have you done your 10,000 hours? 11,000. Amazing. Over five years. But I will clarify that um, 10,000 hours doesn't guarantee that you'll become a master. The 10,000 hour rule guarantees that you will not become a master. You cannot become a master unless you do the 10,000 hours. So it gives you a shot is the idea. That's amazing. And so my 10,000 hours were into reading, writing, and speaking. So the written word and the spoken word. And um, was doing about 54 hours a week into yeah. just that alone. And timing it with multiple timers and just hitting it hard, dude. Yeah, and so now that you've hidden it hard, what are the benefits of all your hard work, all of your study of memorizing scripture for your own life and for the ministry that God's called you to? Well, it, it becomes a lot easier. Like it used to be that I just sit and grind and glue myself to the chair and put the dying back in studying, you know, and it felt like study to the point of exhaustion as Paul told Timothy in the Greek. But the truth is now it's a lot more fun. Like anytime I get an, uh, I hear a cool quote or somebody says a cool biblical insight or, you know, I hear some cool Bible verse, I'll just write it down in my iPhone yeah. and I can just go up and just start going. Um, because that's partly why I still do 10 sermons a week because I want to stay as sharp as I can. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing is, I need it personally because 
I, um, I do have a low grade point average. My intelligence quotient is not what I wish it was, um, but, but I feel like we can make up for a lot of those weaknesses through the principles of Proverbs, which is being, you know, having a good work ethic. Because yeah. a lot of people want have a million dollar dream, but they have a minimum wage work ethic. And a lot of people wait for opportunity to roll up and what they should roll up is their sleeves, you know? Yeah. So what about the people like the movie they say, well, you're just a preacher and of course you're going to put 10,000 hours. Uh, just what about that person that's just a mom and she wants to memorize scripture and put in that work? Is it still valid to just memorize scripture and put in maybe an hour a week or 30 minutes? Is that helpful? Absolutely. Well, David encouraged himself in the Lord and there's going to be times where you don't have anyone to encourage you, but what you focus on, you follow and what you focus on expands. So if you're constantly speaking scripture mm -hmm. into your soul, you're going to be a lot more joyful. You're going to be a lot more spiritually healthy. You're going to be more physically healthy because the book of Proverbs says um, that a merry heart does good like medicine but a broken spirit rots the bones. And a merry heart comes from good news and that works like medicine in your body. So even start with one verse and just repeat it till you know it backwards and forwards for a week and you watch how much it'll, it'll, it'll galvanize you into the saying of words and doing of deeds for the kingdom. That's amazing. All right, so to illustrate, could you give us an example of just some of your favorite verses that you love that you could just say. Psalm 37.4 is my favorite. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will also give you the desires of your heart. My second favorite is Romans 15.13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. We go from glory to glory, grace to grace, strength is strength. As our days are, so shall our strength be. He turns our sorrow into joy, our mourning into dancing, puts off our sackcloth, girds us with gladness, gives us the garments of praise in exchange for the spirit of heaviness. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. If you sow in tears, then you will reap in joy. Come on. For thou shalt be the head and not the tail Woo! above and not beneath. So so be still and know that I am God, for I will be exalted among the nations. Keep going, keep going. What else you, you want got me to me? keep going? Oh, dude, this is amazing. I just Psalm love. 20, may the Lord grant you your heart's desire. Psalm 21, 2, the Lord has granted me my heart's desire. Psalm 145, 19, he will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He will also hear their cry and save them. Proverbs 10, 24, the desire of the righteous will be granted. Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no <laughs> oh, yeah. sorrow with it. Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men persecute you and revile you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for so they persecuted the prophets who came before you. Great is your reward in heaven, because God works all things together for the good to those who love him and are the called according to his purpose. Yep. We might be hard pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We might be perplexed, but we are not in despair. We might be persecuted, but we are not forsaken we might be struck down but we are not destroyed Ooh. because the god who begins a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of christ <laughs> oh. all right so here's the deal memorizing scripture doesn't just do good for your soul to preach to yourself just as you are blessed just hearing the truth of god just him speaking verses to you 
guess what? It blesses other people. It does. It's amazing. And as you're going around, the reason why it's having impact is because you're preaching truth, these eternal truths of God's word that is living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword that just divides the soul and the spirit and the marrow. And you just, oh, it just, it does a great work in people's hearts. And so, so turn to the strongholds, you prisoners of hope. Even right. today do I declare that I will render double unto you, Zechariah says. And there's nothing that gives you hope. Like Romans 15, 4, which says the scriptures bring you hope. The promises of God will bring you hope and everyone else hope to hope and cope when you're at the end of your rope. Because we're not the mope generation. Hope is dope. And we're the hope generation. <laughs> so I hope that encourages you to memorize scripture. It helps you pursue Jesus, helps you proclaim Jesus. And yes, it is hard work. But let me tell you, just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not worth it. So get at it. Do your thing. Bro, I love you. You're a stud. <laughs> and I love you. Well, along with Ben, my dad, Joe Williams, is one of the best people I know as far as memorizing scripture and knowing scripture. Uh, I shared this last episode, but I remember when I first started teaching the Bible, uh, I would just call from my office and I would only know about half of a verse or maybe a few words, a sentence, the core concept even. And I would just ask him and give him a call. Hey dad, I'm looking for these three verses. What's that verse about uh, this and about that? Or I'd give him three or four verses or no sort of butcher the verse and he would just always just give me the reference give me the reference give me the reference and i remember one time uh i sort of was bragging to my youth group about this um i had him speak uh at a, at a camp he talked through first john did a great job and we had a section because it was a week-long camp of q a but i said hey before you get into the content of like what the interpretation is let's just talk about the bible and hey i, I want you to just do a fun game can anyone stump him give give us a verse that maybe you know or you're familiar with or whatever you only give us a couple of words and see if he knows the reference and the kids were just spouting out verses one after the next after the next and he would just boom yep that's first john 419 yep that's philippians 129 yep that's boom 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 well one of my youth leaders at that camp tried to be a little funny he randomly opened the bible and just said if like five words from just a weird place in Jeremiah. Not like Jeremiah 29, 11, where we all know, but like the upper part where it's like prophecy and weird and whatever. You, you wouldn't necessarily say, let me memorize this verse, okay? Um, but he said it and my dad took like three seconds. Hmm, okay, well, no, that's Jeremiah 36, no, 38. And I don't know the verse, but it's sort of the first part of the section of that chapter. And he was totally dead on. And it was just amazing because here's the reality. I've never met a person that has been maturing Christ that has not been a man or a woman of the Word of God. And although I talk about Ben or my dad as people that know the Word of God, the importance of that is knowing Christ, is maturing in your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so this is the type of legacy that I grew up around, having my dad being a pastor and still preaching today. Calvary Chapel of Tacoma, they're great supporters of our church and of me and just to have that resource and to have a man of God that knows God's word and actually is able to pour that out to him. So I asked my dad to share one piece of advice and wouldn't you know he shared more than one piece of advice. He was just being himself. Um, 
You know, he's not the technological type of person, but my older brother helped him out to record some thoughts. And today's episode is my dad sharing some encouragement, some wisdom, some verses, and just bleeding out scripture to give you encouragement. He's been in ministry as long as I've been alive, even longer than that. And I thought it'd be great to just be able to share this longer one piece of advice to bless you, to encourage you. And as we talk about this important subject of memorizing scripture, I wanted to introduce you to Ben and I want to introduce you to my dad because these guys uh, are seeing, we're seeing the fruit of their character for memorizing God's word. And so here's my dad with his one piece of advice. You're listening to One Piece of Advice brought to you by eeleaders.com a ministry to encourage and equip church leaders. Hello, everyone. My name is Pastor Joe Williams. I'm Daniel's father. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel of Tacoma, Washington. I would like to spend a few minutes to encourage you guys in your ministry to stay the course and to stay focused and to Persevere in your calling that God has called you to do. I know the number one thing that the enemy uses against me is discouragement. Have I ever felt discouraged? Yes. Have I ever felt in thrown in the, like thrown in the town in the towel? Yes. Uh, for the last thirty-seven years, I've been quitting, but I haven't quit. And I'm very glad that I haven't quit. But as sooner or later, you're going to get discouraged. Sometimes things happen. Uh, we can't see. We can't foresee. We can't predict. Things has happened. It's not necessarily that you're doing something wrong. Uh, maybe you're doing something right. And the enemy doesn't like it. So sooner or later, you're going to get discouraged. Uh, it happens to everyone. So take courage. So many times, a very negative situation can start out very negative, but it can end up very positive. As with Joseph, you know the story. And as with Job, you know his story. But everything worked together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. Uh, many times in our ministry, uh, we've had theft. We've had uh, our sound system stolen. Uh, 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 God replaced it with a sound system that was ten times better. We've had pipes break to destroy our whole sanctuary. God replaced a brand new sanctuary. We've had uh, financial issues like you have. But now our church is paid off. Praise God. It's paid off now so we are debt free. So I want to encourage you guys. Um, anytime you preach the word of God, there's always going to be opposition. Uh, you have an adversary. You have an enemy who does not want you to preach the word of God. But we walking by faith and we walking by sight. We can't look at the circumstances. We can't look at the negative situation. We got to look to the Lord. If, if that work that God has called you to do, if it's of man, it will come to nothing. But if it be of God, nothing can overthrow it. You know, we walking by faith and not by sight. The Bible says, you know, the scripture, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. You know, uh, David was very 
discouraged in his life, but the Bible says he strengthened himself in the Lord. David strengthened himself in the Lord, and that is what we must do. He was a leader. We must do the same thing as David did. The Bible said we should cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for us. The Bible says he will never leave us nor forsake us. The Bible says without faith, without faith it's impossible to please God. Our faith must be in him completely and not in the situations and not in the circumstances. Trust him in every circumstance and in every situation and you will find out that he, has, he is faithful. I've been pastoring since 1982 and I've had so many things happen that should have destroyed our church, but it didn't because it's not my church. It's God's church. And God has kept us. When things look down, when things look bleak, God has kept us for 37 years. And I'm sure He will keep us for 37 more if God gives me the strength to continue. The Bible says in the Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. You will reap if you do not get discouraged. Above all, don't quit. Don't even think about it. That is what the enemy wants you to do. Be patient, my brothers. Be persistent. Be faithful. For he that begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. It's not by your might. It's not by your power. It's not by your gifts. It's not by your talents. It's by His Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So keep on keeping on. Keep trusting. Keep moving forward. Keep preaching the Word. Keep praying. And you will see the blessings come out of your obedience. Remember, God never calls us to be successful. He called us to be faithful. So therefore... My beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly, as unto the Lord, and 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 not to and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. God bless you. Continue to serve him. He will never leave you. He loves you. We make mistakes, but His grace will cover those mistakes. And He's very forgiving. None of us have arrived, and none of us never will arrive. But when we fall, He's there with His grace and His mercy to pick us back up. And we can continue to serve Him in spite of ourselves. So God bless you. Keep on keeping on. Well, like the Word of God says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. I hope that as you're hearing all these verses and scripture and the importance of memorizing scripture, you know that I'm bringing up this subject because I want your faith to be built. I want you to trust in Jesus more and more. That's where we're going to get our encouragement, where we're going to get our hope, where we're going to get our true love in this life is found in Jesus. And as we become men and women of God's word, memorizing that the Holy Spirit can bring these things up to our heart and to encourage us and equip us to do the things that God's called us to do. And so this is one spiritual discipline that is vital for us as ministry leaders because we are called to have faith, to live by faith and not by sight, to trust in our Lord, our 
Savior, Jesus. And we need to make sure we're continually cultivating our faith and relying on Him in ministry. And so on the next episode, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk the importance of having faith in ministry because it's from faith to faith to faith that we move, that we live, that we are to trust Jesus and to serve his people. And so may you be a man or a woman of faith, of God's word. Keep on trusting him. Until next time, don't give up. Keep trusting God and remember his faithfulness. I appreciate all that you're doing. Continue to do it. Know that I'm praying for you. I love you uh, that you're a part of this community. You're building God's kingdom and you're making a difference. And so know that I'm praying for you. And may you continue to just seek after God and his kingdom. Thank you so much for listening to this Leadership Lessons podcast. You can watch all the episodes and get all the show notes at eeleaders.com. If this podcast was a blessing to you, I would love for you to share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on social media at EE Leaders. You can also help us spread the word by simply writing a review on iTunes or Google Play. My hope for you with this podcast is that it would encourage you and equip you to continue to serve Jesus. Because remember, there's nothing better than doing what God has called you to do.